Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Brooke Bednars, and uh, Brooke, we're in the company of champions national champions. champions this is champions week on the yeah, Sikkim podcast how about that <laughs> with baylor acrobatics and tumbling i love it they they are champions plural as many s's as we want to yeah. tag on there uh, they know how to win more rings than you have fingers on right. one hand right for acrobatics and tumbling which is fun glad to have uh faith core with us faith welcome a senior out of the colony and welcome to you appreciate you being here thank you for having me i'm excited to be here good this is great and uh brianna harris we're gonna go brie we're gonna go yeah. brianna we're gonna go brianna Bree's fine brie yeah. all right <laughs> we're going brie brie is a graduate student uh from civilo texas is it civilo steel probably high yes, school civilo steel all right very good yeah welcome to you thank you for having me and Brooke, two veterans, two, uh, you know, one a senior, one a graduate student that have been here a while. Exactly. I figured when we were talking about who were we going to have on, we had to, uh, you know, start at the top, um, <laughs> hear all the stories, hear how your time has uh, been here at Baylor and just kind of how it has developed because the sport's ever-changing. It's developing every year. There's more programs being added every year, which is very exciting. I know Coach Mulkey is a big fan of that, a big advocate as well. Um, so I just wanted to kind of be able to have the opportunity to visit with not one, but two uh, multinational champions. Love it. <laughs> For those listening, you probably know this, but acrobatics and tumbling, the six-time defending national champions, NCATA national champions, going for number seven this year. Uh, Faith, Bree, any, any doubt in your mind you won't get number seven this year? Um, there's no doubt. It's just we have to keep our foot on the gas and just keep going and um, keep working hard and never just like settling with what we have so far. Yeah, if we just continue what we've been doing for the past six years, then I think we'll be fine for the seventh. That's good. I like that. That's that's kind of um, what's the term? Modest confidence. Yeah. You know, which is quiet needed. confidence, which is good. Which is what you want to be. Don't take anything for granted. Absolutely. Uh, you guys just had your first meet. You won against UMHB. Um, obviously, you're sitting at the number one spot. No surprise there. Um, but kind of walk us through that meet. Um, what Did it go as planned? Obviously, you won, took care of business. But um, Coach Mulkey said that she kind of threw out some different tumblers in there and included some different uh, skills and, and things like that to kind of see where you guys were. Um, so moving forward from that, headed into your second meet next Wednesday, um, kind of how do you feel about it? Um, I think it installed a lot of confidence in the team. Um, we threw out a lot of new skills, and there was a lot of new athletes out there on the floor. And it was just really cool to see how they competed because some people never competed on 
a collegiate stage yet and they went out there and it was just really cool how the freshmen handled the pressure and they performed to such a high level and I think it was a really good first meet for us. Bree, why do you think that the younger girls every year are able to kind of match y'all and keep the level of standard that Baylor acrobatics and tumbling is? I think they kind of just like watch us at practice, how we like carry ourselves and kind of just think like, I need to do it the Baylor way. So let me just get on that wavelength with them uh, for the meet. So it was nice to see them like, because some of them haven't seen like a whole meet. So it was nice to see them like come together with us and like just have confidence going out there on the mat. It's an interesting term, the Baylor way. What What is the Baylor way, Bree, <laughs> under, under Coach Mulkey? So for us, it's kind of just like there's other teams, like how they do acro, which is fine. Like it'll be great. But like there's like a Baylor way undeniable because nobody wants us to win. So we got to make sure everything we do is solid as a rock and like doesn't move, doesn't fall so that they know like we deserve like the most points for each event we do. Nice. Would you say that there's pressure to keep adding those new skills and to take it up a notch every year because you are national champions? And like you said, you kind of feel like the targets on your back. People don't want you to win. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of just, I know coach V wants to put a lot of different things out there, which is great. And like, it looks great for the sport as well too. just seeing different um, skills and like telling passes out there. But yeah, we always have to up our game each year to make sure people know, like, why we're at the top and why we're going to stay at the top. So um, it's nice to see just, like, how we're evolving with the sport and how other teams are evolving as well and just making the sport a lot better altogether. Faith, you were talking about the the freshmen, the newcomers, when they come in, you know. What's that What's that like? I mean, how do you get them immersed in what you want to do and, and get them in the Baylor way? I think it's just accepting them with open arms allowing them to make mistakes, but also helping them find their path because everyone's path is different when you get here. So just bringing them in, um, helping them out and just guiding them and showing them the ropes and um, just being empathetic with them also, like remembering when you were a freshman, <laughs> right. how did you feel when you were a freshman and your first meet and your first practice and stuff? So just taking those experiences and helping them out also helps them install a lot of confidence within our freshmen. You mentioned everyone has a different path. And in this sport, that's pretty unique because it's combining gymnastics and acrobatics and competitive cheer. Uh, you guys both were competitive cheerleaders throughout high school and growing up. Uh, very successful, I might add. I did my research. <laughs> uh, so congrats on those. Um, but uh, kind of walk people through who maybe are listening for the first time acrobatics and tumbling is still new to them but what are some of those other avenues that your teammates have taken um, and kind of how the sport is expanding into all different avenues so to say so I think like coming from a cheer background a lot of people are like an all-around where you do stunts and you base and you also tumble and you jump and stuff but when you come to acro it becomes where you can be a specialist in different events. So you can be a pyramid specialist. You can be a tumbling specialist. You can be a basing, a topping specialist. So that's like the different path that you have to figure out. And it's like accepting that you can't be great at everything all the time. Just like figuring out what you're strong at and just like emphasizing what you're strong at and continue to work in that area. I mean, I'm not a strong tumbler, so I focus my strengths in basing. 
Bree is a really strong tumbler, so she's focused her strengths in tumbling because she's one of our top tumblers. Would you yeah. say the same thing? I would say the same thing, especially with the freshmen coming in. Um, a lot of them are tumblers, so they specialize just in, like, tumbling, and some are good at acro. Like, as we saw Jordan with the handstands up and down, like, mm-hmm. she's good at that. Like, that's her path. So just finding out where you fit in and then excelling in that will have you be golden for the future. Talk about the roster size. I know that's one thing that Coach Mulkey. They all laugh. They laugh. That you have a massive team. Yes. Um, if anyone hasn't been, like, there's a couple of them that perform, and then there's a new group that comes out, and it's just constant interchanging, very exciting to watch. Um, but that's one thing that Coach Mulkey, I know we've spoken with her a couple times, and, and that's a selling point when she goes and speaks with other schools is, you know, in the evening out of men and women's sports acrobatics and tumbling provide a lot of opportunities for girls. Um, so tell us a little bit about just your team. Obviously you guys find success each and every year, but having one meet under your belt already, kind of what would you say the identity of this team is? Cause you all do it the Baylor way, but every team has to be, especially you Bree as a grad student mm-hmm. has to be a little bit different. So what's the identity of this group this year? I would just say, I feel like all of us are kind of just, on the same page and just want to have a good time like enjoy this year enjoy the meets enjoy everything not just focus on winning and I think that's one big difference compared to like my freshman year we only had 30 people on the team so it was like Mm -hmm. yeah only 30 30, so (laughs) like if someone did get hurt we didn't have a lot of people to choose to pick in and out and stuff so this year with it changing with such a big roster like you got to make sure you're on your game all the time so I feel like we all lift lift each other up Um, if you're trying to get a new pass, new skill, and we're all just coming together a lot more than we have in the past. So I really like that, like, team dynamic this year about us. And I think going off of that also, we've been more present, and our uh, weights coach emphasizes be where your feet are. So we're just present in the moment. We're taking it one day at a time. We're not really looking towards the national championship right now. We're looking towards what are we going to do at practice to better ourselves at practice or at weights today? And then focusing on the next meet coming up. Then when we get to the next meet, we're just focusing on where we're at rather than looking too far into the past. Like, oh yeah, we won a national championship last year or not looking too far into the future. Like, oh, now we have to win another one. Just being present. And that's like a big thing that this team is doing. And I think we're just like enjoying ourselves so much more than in years past. That's good. I mean, it's hard work. Y'all work hard, uh, you know, preparing and then the meets, but you enjoy it along the way, which uh, I've heard Fee say that's a big part of it, you know, to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Well, tell us about um, Felicia Mulkey. She is, uh, you know, some might call her the the John Wooden of acrobatics and tumbling, but I don't think that gives her enough credit. I mean, she is she's the Pied Piper of this sport because mm-hmm. she helps bring it along, other adding other schools, but she's also the coach of of you know the best program in the country, and she was the coach of the best program in the country before she was here at Baylor, and mm-hmm. that came with her. What what is uh, Felicia Mulkey like? she is she's brilliant she's a brilliant coach um just the way her mind works and how she's able to figure things out so quickly if we need to make a change she's able to make it in five minutes she's already thinking it through she's also hilarious she makes practices so much fun and she's also intense when she needs to be so it's just like whatever we need she's able to be that for us so um that's just 
the she's like our biggest blessing as a coach like she she's changed all of our lives as a coach yeah I would just say like she definitely her mind works crazy (laughs) like every year it's like something different and new and I'm just like how did you think of that but like so smart so I know she's like building on herself each year like improving each year for herself for the team so it's nice to see that like after all these years like for me to see her just like from freshman year to like now like how she's changed and how like our whole sport has changed our whole team what we're doing what she's thinking like it's honestly great to see for me well we got to give her some credit because some coaches in her position would be like yes my team is the best we win every year and instead of just relishing in that she's like Oh, but in the meantime, I'm not just going to recruit for my own team, but I'm also going to go out and build all these other programs (laughs) and convince them all to start teams that eventually will be competing against my own. So, you know, a lot of credit there. And and a big thing, one thing she always talks about is, I'm sure you all hear this a lot, is creating opportunities for women, Mm -hmm. for females, for student, female student athletes at colleges around the country. I mean, you, y'all as females, you have to appreciate that. Bree? Yeah, definitely. I just know when I was like in high school, I did not know what I was going to do in college. I didn't want to do college cheer personally. Um, So I was just like, I don't know where I'm going to go. Found Acro and Tumley, went to summer camp and coach fee was like you should keep on coming and i was like okay and then like <laughs> nice. junior year she was like we want to recruit you like send in videos all this stuff i was like okay but i'm glad like blessing in disguise for me like to know i like found that sport and like i'm here and like doing this stuff being treated like a real athlete not just like a cheerleader all that stuff so i was really like grateful for that opportunity and i'm glad that other women out there like have that same opportunity in the future how did you find this sport? Because, of course, here, in, if we're going to call this the Baylor bubble, we're all very well aware of what acrobatics and tumbling are. Yeah. It is. But every once in a while, I meet someone, and I'm like, have you been to a meet? You should go to a meet. It's a lot cooler than you're thinking in your head. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. your typical cheerleading or gymnastics competition. It's a world of its own. Um, so I'm interested to hear how you, both of you kind of came to – deciding to be acrobatics and tumbling athletes and how you decided that this is the path and how you have found the sport. So I found the sport. Um, if you remember Ashley Eckelberger, I cheered with her a long time ago and she was on the team at the time and she was like, you'll really like it. Like come to a practice, come to a meet. Like you'll really like the sport. Like it's fun. And I watched it and I came to a camp and I was like, this is really cool. Like I dig it. It's kind of cool, you know? And so then I kept on going and I was just like, I really like this, like a great concept, but like, I really liked it. So yeah, Ash definitely like convinced me and like told me about the sport and everything like that. Yeah. I think for me, um, I've always wanted to go to Baylor, which is actually crazy. So in eighth grade, I used to live in Illinois and then I moved to Texas in eighth grade and I found out about Baylor and I was like, that's the college I want to go to. Like, I don't know, at eighth grade, I was just like, I want to go to Baylor. But I didn't really know about Acro until probably, like, sophomore year of high school. And I just kind of, like, watched it a little bit. But I didn't really know. And I never thought I would be good enough to be on Baylor acrobatics and tumbling team. But then the summer before my senior year, my mom sent in the recruitment questionnaire and was like, I just sent it in for you. Like, we'll see what happens. And I was like, Mom, like, why would you do that? Like, I'm <laughs> oh, not no. going to get recruited. Like, whatever. <laughs> And then they started asking me for videos, and I was like, I don't know, I'll just do it for fun. Like, why not? Let's just see what happens. And then they kept asking for more videos, 
and then they called me and asked me to come on an official visit and I was like whoa this is like real this is actually happening at your dream school yeah (laughs) so then I came on an official visit and it was done after that I was like I have to come here there's no other place I need to be um but before that I didn't really know that much so when you come here you don't most people don't really know what they're doing when they come here you're learning a whole new sport along the process so I think that's the coolest part about acro is you're just learning the sport on as you're doing it Mm -hmm. if you hadn't found this sport what are the other options out there Ooh, good question i don't know you you had track in your background right (laughs) yeah track i was thinking about that because i was a high jumper there you go um so i was like maybe i can go for high jumping possibly (laughs) i don't know like i wasn't the best but like i was pretty good so i was thinking like yeah i could probably do track maybe there you go yeah, I was Faith. I was just going to do college cheer probably somewhere <laughs> just just to do something cuz I knew I'd be bored if I didn't have anything yeah. to do. So I was like, I guess I'll do college cheer, but I wasn't like my heart wasn't in college cheer. That's just not my path. So sure. I like the more I like the athletic side of mm-hmm. the cheer part. So that's where acro came in. It was more athletic. It's a sport. That's what we do. We're competing for ourselves. We're not cheering another team on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's what sold me. That's good. And and cheer is right for somebody else. I mean, yeah. that's their path. I mean, yeah. we appreciate our spirit and tradition. Just like, here. Oh, guys, so, yeah. shouldn't be in acrobatics and tumbling. Who, guys? <laughs> no, me. I oh, you. <laughs> that's the same guy. I'll stick to this. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about it. <laughs> no, me. Yeah, me I'll talk about it. Yeah, shout out to our spirit squad. They yeah. actually come out to our meets, yeah. and it's really cool, and we yeah. really appreciate them. It, like, makes the meets so much more fun when they're there, so yes. we really do love our spirit squad. Yeah. Good. Mutual respect there. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's uh, what's training like? I've always heard core strength is the real, I mean, core, yeah. if you will, of what you all have to have. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good description, but what, what's uh, you know, what's training like to be, you know, the top notch ath- student athlete you need to be? Um, it's not just training like acro skills and tumbling skills, but also our weight training. Mm-hmm. We're doing Olympic style training, and this year we've been focusing on speed and power. So we do a lot of um, different movements to increase how fast we can do a skill and how powerful we can do it, which I think is changing the game Mm. for all of us and we can see it. And it's crazy because when you come here, you don't really know how to lift that well. And then you start lifting and you see the muscle growth and it directly correlates to practice. So you're doing better on the mat because you're lifting more in the weight room. So I think that's the that's the big key in our training that sets us apart from everyone else. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we've had some former acrobatics and tumbling athletes who are now like Olympic powerlifters. Yeah. yeah. Right. Shayla Moore. Yeah. And, um, CC. Yeah. That's so impressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if that doesn't speak it volumes is. to what yeah. they're doing in the weight room. Hey, that is preparing champions for life. Oh yeah. Bree, how would you describe the I workouts and preparation? I would say, like, because I see other teams do the same skills we do, but ours looks cleaner just because we have more strength. So I would say, like, just watching it now for years, it is, like, a big difference to be lifting, like, in the weight room, even with lightweight. Like, Mm -hmm. still, you have a stronger, just, like, um, foundation compared to someone else who has not done any lifting at all. So I would say it has helped us out a lot, like 
has helped us with getting our skills too and like we got to lift everybody too so that yeah, kind of helps as well true. Right. <laughs> uh you have a unique perspective uh brie you've been here the longest as long as anyone could be with that short season and now a grad student um but you also unfortunately um had the perspective of the sideline last year um when you tore your achilles um can you kind of walk us through what that process was like from you know unfortunately suffering that injury to watching the whole season from the sideline and then choosing to come back and to, you know, have gone through that whole recovery process because that's not an easy injury to come back from. Yeah, I got my first injury at 21. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so after it happened, I mean, I did rehab, was on the side, learning how to walk again, like run, all this stuff. Um, but it was interesting watching from the side because you kind of saw it from a coach's view, like the team, like – how they kind of meshed together, how they, like, got their skills, how some people kind of thought and practiced. So for me, I was like, this is different, but, like, I kind of liked it and stuff like that. So it was, like, hard to watch from the side some days because I was just like, man, like, we're kind of struggling today. Like, I know I could go in and help, but I can't really do anything now. So it kind of felt um, hard for me in that, like, perspective, like not helping my team out when they needed me. But um, – a lot of new people stepped up, got more opportunities, so I'm happy for them. Like, they got to compete and everything, so watching that was really, like, fun for me. And then, like, just thinking, like, coming back for another year, for me, I just didn't want to, like, graduate, like, with a boot and not do anything. Like, last full season for me was sophomore year, so I was just like, I mean, I'm already here. I already get another degree, so might as well come back, you know, like, <laughs> let's see. And also, I just wanted to see if I could still do the same things I did before and, like, kind of just shock myself a little bit because I was really grateful after, like, I was able to walk without a boot, like a scooter, crutches, all that stuff, because, like, I really took that for granted before. So now that, like, I'm able to do everything, like, by myself and can still do the same things before is actually, like, really great for me. So... That was my mindset coming back, just um, prove myself that I could still do it uh, with this old body and everything. So, <laughs> yeah, really yeah so I'm just surprising really myself young. every single day, really. <laughs> That's awesome. You mentioned kind of having a coach's perspective and kind of being slightly surprised that you liked it. Um, coach Fee does have a uh, history of producing future coaches do you see that in your future yeah i've talked to her about coaching at other like acro schools and stuff or helping her get schools in the future as well and she's talked to me about it like helping me get a job so that might be my path once i graduate go to another school and like help them with acro and like put a team together so yeah that that kind of sparked my idea to coach because i wasn't thinking about it before but when i had that experience i was like wow like interesting but i liked it so yeah very cool faith how about you what what uh, do you see in the future past baylor um i'm still trying to figure that out <laughs> gotcha. but coaching is always an option i would love to stay within the acrobatics and tumbling realm whether that's coaching out of school or even like working with the ncata i just like seeing the process of like the sport growing it's been cool just being here for four years and seeing how much it's grown and seeing how much it could grow in the next like 10 years is crazy. And like me and Brie being on 
the team right now. We're like the pioneers of this sport right now. So it's going to be cool to see it within like the next 10 years That's where it great. goes. Mm-hmm. That is pretty neat. Most, most Baylor athletes, you know, they all have their own legacy, their, their team's legacy for that year, whatever it is that, you know, when they leave Baylor, that's what their story is moving forward. But you guys get to have that extra piece of being the pioneers, like you said, of that sport. How neat has that been? Has that been? And is it to, you know, be able to be a part of that and to have seen it grow in your years here and even before when you were being recruited? It's nice to see. I just know a lot of the seniors, like people who graduated come back and they're just like, whoa, like mm-hmm. we would have never done that when we were there. Like <laughs> this has evolved so much. So even they see it happening too on the outsides. But uh, I just love seeing like new teams coming, like trying new things, like different skills, all that stuff. And just seeing our sport get out there a lot more and people kind of becoming more known to it as well. Uh, that's the only way it's going to grow. So um I just love that it is coming out very positive and helping a lot of um, young women out for the future in uh, college sports. Absolutely. Well, John, the next opportunity for Baylor fans to see you guys compete is a while from now. They're on the road for a little bit, but Sunday, February 27th at 3 p.m. at the Farrell Center. And I know that we talked about not looking too far ahead. So John and I will talk about it over here. But it's the rival meet uh, against Oregon, which is where Coach Mulkey uh, came from a few years back. Um, That's always a fun one. So highly suggest people fill the Farrell and uh, go see an acrobatics and tumbling meet if they have not seen one before because if you're going to go to one, that's the one to go That's to. That's a good one. That's yes. a good one. February yes. 27th. That'll yes. be fun. Mm-hmm. What is, let me ask you this, uh, in, in a meet, over the course of the meet, what's your favorite part of the meet? Not, not necessarily the discipline, you know, but is there something as a participant that's your favorite part, Faith, of a meet? Mm, I would say just the, the first half kind of goes slow. But then we get the second half, it starts ramping up and everyone gets like more and more excited. And I think team event is just the best part of the whole thing. And just like the cherry on top of the whole meet. And that's when everyone gets to go out there and just like, that's where we have a lot of fun out there on the mat. And that's when like the team comes together. So I say like team event is probably my favorite. Brie? I would say the walkout songs for each event. Sorry. <laughs> sometimes sometimes we're waiting there for a while. Like the last meet, we were waiting there for the scores for a long time. So the music is nice to kind of fill the mood. But I love the walkout songs. Like, because we don't really know what some people pick. Oh, really? So yeah. we'll just hear it and we're just like, interesting. Ah. Or like, who picked yeah. that song? So for me, that's always fun. Because I'm always just like, all right, what's going to be the next song? Who picked yeah. this one? So, yeah, I love that part of the meet. We spent a lot of time. I was about to say, tell us some of the ones that y'all have picked. We spent a lot of time thinking about, (laughs) like, strategically thinking about which walkout songs we're going to be doing. Like, we spent a lot of time thinking about. (laughs) I would say, "Mm, which one did I pick? I know for compulsory tumbling, we did one, two, step by Sierra because we can't take any steps in comp tumbling. Right. So we were like, oh, yeah. step. might as well. Good song. I think we did bring them out for comp- compulsory acro because that's the first event of the whole meet. Mm-hmm. So we did that one. I think last meet we did Power by Kanye, which they play at the football games when yeah. they do the first yeah. kick. So we were like, we'll just start off the meet like yeah. like nice. that too because it's a, it's a cool song. So we did that. but And then it's pretty cool when you get to like the individual like 
tumbling events because people mm-hmm. pick songs that have like their name in them or like yeah. very clever songs. <laughs> so it's really cool when they have their own little songs. Well, I think that about wraps up today. Um, <laughs> I, I feel crazy saying that because there's so much that we could be diving into. Um, but it's kind of an element of surprise that, you know, we kind of joked about it earlier, but, um, definitely taking the chance to see you guys compete. Um, we've talked about it. Uh, I will never forget the first time I saw you guys compete and a girl did a, a back bend. A girl stood on top of her. <laughs> yeah. She had a girl on her shoulders who was holding up a girl by her hands who <laughs> held a position. And I just sat there and That's I was like, That's a very good description of that. What yeah. in the world is happening? <laughs> and I loved every second of it. So um, it's been really neat to got to visit with you guys today, um, kind of go a little bit deeper into your individual backgrounds, how you got here, the development of the sport, and uh, just exciting uh, to see what the number one acrobatics and tumbling team in the country right now can continue to do uh, throughout the rest of the season. So I want to thank you guys for taking the time out of your very busy schedule um, to come and uh, visit with us today and kind of continue to help your sport uh, grow and uh, bring the Baylor family into that with you through the second podcast. So thank you very much and good luck next week. Thank, thank you for you. having us. This was fun. Yeah, Great I had a lot job. of fun. Great job. <laughs> thank you all very much. Next home meet. February 27th, Baylor and Oregon in the Farrell Center. Unless they want to travel to Marshall, Texas. (laughs) do that. Bring a sea of green uh, (laughs) next Wednesday, February 16th. That would be good. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Faith Core, a senior, and Bree Harris, a graduate student, two members of Baylor's six-time defending NCATA (laughs) National Championship acrobatics and tumbling team. Thanks to you for listening as well. For Brooke Bednars, I'm John Morris. That's this week's Sikkim Podcast. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.